Welcome back, beautiful souls. Today, I want to share with you my first time experience at an ashram and how the lifestyle there is so different from city living. After going through my awakening experience that I spoke about in the previous episode, somehow I decided to travel alone for a holiday and escape the winter blues. At that time, traveling solo was a big thing for me as I wasn't even comfortable dining out by myself. For quite a long time already, I had a consistent practice in yoga asanas, which are the postures or the physical aspect of yoga. So I thought, why not find a nice beach resort somewhere so that I can relax, catch a tan, and also keep my regular yoga routine. Up until then, my practice was quite the typical modern style of yoga. I enjoy flowing through vinyasa classes with lots of chaturangas or yoga push-ups. I love attending teachers' classes who had the latest hits on their playlists. I always wanted to do as many postures as possible within a one-hour practice. My ego was constantly pushing me to master all the inversions and the crazy advanced postures. Whenever possible, I would choose a mat by the mirror so I could check out my posture and the alignment during the practice. So then I arrived at the yoga retreats. Of course, I didn't know at that time I was actually at an ashram or even what it was. Are you familiar with ashrams? Maybe you've been to one before or perhaps you've watched Eat, Pray, Love and just like me, was inspired by Julia Roberts who played Elizabeth and leaves home to go to an ashram in India to find herself. In case you still have no clue what I'm talking about, an ashram is a spiritual hermitage or a yoga school, a yoga monastery. Traditionally, students would live at the ashram to learn from their guru or teacher. Guru actually directly translate as the remover of darkness. So an ashram is a sacred place that gives us a chance to step away from the material world and all the worldly affairs. We return to a simple way of living there. It's a place for healing. And we nourish ourselves not only on a physical level, not even just on a mental level, but on a spiritual level. We find peace of mind and reconnect with our soul. It is a sanctuary that allows us to deepen our spiritual practice and awaken to our true self. Every time I visit an ashram, I always feel blissful and at peace. Actually, just over the weekend, I held a sadhana retreat with a couple of lovely souls in Hong Kong. We followed the teachings of simple living and high thinking in an ashram-like environment for five days. It was such a purifying and peaceful experience where everyone received so much love and healing in some ways. So there I was at the ashram for the very first time. The place was absolutely beautiful, but it was nothing like the all-inclusive resort that I initially thought I signed up for. It was simple, serene, and there was nature everywhere. What I knew about yoga all along was also quite different from the yoga I experienced at the ashram. 
On the first day after settling in, I attended a two-hour outdoor yoga class, which was held on a wooden deck facing the Atlantic Ocean. It started with a long shavasana or relaxation, followed by opening chants and then pranayama, a breathing exercise. After 30-40 minutes or so, we finally got into some movements. We practiced a few rounds of the classical Surya Namaskar or sun salutations. After that, there were just about 12 poses. Tons of resting pose in between. And that was pretty much it. At the end, we had another long shavasana. The teacher interestingly revealed to us that it translates as corpse pose or dead body pose. When we return from shavasana, we open our eyes and we are newly born into this vibrant world once again. To end the practice, there was a closing chant. Surprisingly, there was no music in the class, just chanting and the sound of the ocean waves. Neither were there any mirrors anywhere, which I later found out that the reason for this is because mirrors are distractions and they build our ego. Whereas the practice of yoga is really an internal practice, inner work that removes our ego. Now for those who are yoga practitioners living in the city, is this not completely different from our classes at the studios? Even the Bikram hot yoga sequence has more poses. At the end of my first class, my impatient mind was hoping that the next teacher would skip some of the breath work and offer more movements so I can sweat and detox a little. After the practice, it was time for dinner. There were only two vegetarian meals a day. I had to make sure I fill up my belly so that I wouldn't be too hungry before the next meal. As I observe the practitioners and the yogis, I notice how different these humans were compared to people living in the city. They were really human beings as opposed to us city dwellers who are more like human doings, constantly on the go. These people at the ashram were practicing slow living. Actually, for them, it was more a way of life. Everyone seemed to be so happy with such a simple yet meaningful life, a life of service. Those who work at the ashrams were all doing karma yoga work, which meant they volunteered their time and performed service without receiving anything in return. And let me tell you, they were also graceful with a sweet smile on their face at all times. They also had a magnificent aura which radiated so much love and light. It made me reflect, can we live with less and still be happy? Is less really more? I also wonder how I can also one day find my gift. And just like them, share it with everyone and make the world a better place. At the end of each night, there was a program called satsang. Satsangs are spiritual gatherings where like-minded people come together to practice and seek the truth. Next week, I'll share with you the significance of satsangs and how I felt during my first gathering. 
Stay tuned and have a beautiful day or evening wherever you are. Sending you lots of love and light. Namaste, everyone.